Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 159, and we are in a series in the book of Galatians. Today, we are looking in Galatians 5, verses 16 through the end of the chapter, verse 26. I'm not going to read every word in this passage. I encourage you to go read along with us today as we look in Galatians 5, 16 through 26. But I want to give you just a little more about what Paul is writing here to this church in Galatia. He's already been overwhelmingly adamant about the differences in the law and grace, right? There's the works camp and there's the grace camp. You're either under the law, you're under works, what you can produce, or you're under grace, faith, and what God produces in your belief. And so now he comes to this point where he begins to explain, even to a deeper level, what's going on within us. He says, but I say, verse 16, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Then verse 17, for the desires of the flesh are against the spirit, and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh, for these are opposed to one another, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. So right now, Paul is driving home the point, you have a war going on within you. We were born in sin, but then saved by grace. That old man that we were supposed to die to is still trying his best to work within us. The Spirit of God is trying to work within us. We have a war going on. No wonder we're all such messes, right? No wonder we're all under such stress. Listen to what's going on within us. We have a war, a battle going on every moment of every day. Are we trying to gratify the desires of the flesh? Are we trying to walk by the Spirit? What are we trying to do? These two are polar opposites. You cannot do both. Then he says in verse 19, now the works of the flesh are evident. And he begins to list off all kinds of different things that are works of the flesh. Sexual immorality, impurity, idolatry, strife, jealousy, anger, rivalries, divisions, envy, drunkenness, all kinds of different things. Then he gives us the contrast down to the next couple of verses later in verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there's no law. So Paul is already saying, Let me tell you about the contrast within you. There is the spirit and there's the flesh. It is a battle going on for your life, for how you are going to live and who you're going to impact and how you're going to impact those people. And he says the works of the flesh are this, but the fruit of the spirit is this. I want you to hear the difference. The works of the flesh, these are things you can do and you can produce and that you can work toward. You can actively behave and do but then there's fruit of the Spirit. What I realized is fruit grows. Fruit is produced by something that we can't accomplish on our own. You can plant a fruit tree, you can water it, you can do all you want, but the fruit tree has got to produce the fruit. You cannot manufacture an apple. You cannot manufacture a banana. Now, maybe you can have something that comes out close, but ultimately, you cannot manufacture fruit. Fruit grows and it's produced by a power that we can't harness. So in your life, can you describe it by what you are producing and manufacturing on your own, or can you not describe the things that are going on in your life because it's something supernatural that's something we can't grab a hold of? The fruit of the Spirit, love. You cannot manufacture love. You can't manufacture joy. You can't manufacture peace. You can't manufacture patience. Now, there's behaviors and things you can do, and there's 
routines that you can put yourself in to put yourself in a better mindset. But the truth is you cannot manufacture these things. These are going to grow out of the vine and the vine that grows within us. We are to abide in Jesus, abide in him, and he will abide in us. He will produce fruit through us. Against such things, there's no law. He says, as he wraps up this section in chapter five, if we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. Here is your challenge and encouragement today. Think about your life and think about this very question. Can you describe it without the evidence of the Holy Spirit of God? Can you explain what happened in your life yesterday without ever mentioning the Holy Spirit or some supernatural power that was outside of you? If you can describe your life and show me how you did everything to manufacture it yourself, I will show you a life that does not have peace. I will show you a life that does not have joy. I will show you a life that doesn't have goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control because you cannot manufacture those things. It's got to be coming from heaven above. It's got to come from the God who made you, who created you, and who empowers you. Don't try to manufacture life on your own. Pray, submit to the Lord, and allow the fruit of the Spirit to be produced in your life. 